You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your top-down, wind-in-your-hair, Saturday morning automotive thrill ride. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but right now, love us on Zoomer Radio. Yee-haw, baby! That's not too bad. I think I just hurt myself. Yeah, possibly. My Possibly. Goodness. <laughs> well, good morning. Welcome to uh, Dave's Corner Garage. It's a probably the nicest weekend we have seen in in weeks. It's just gorgeous out there. And, yeah. Uh, and we uh, we gave Al the day off because it's his birthday, and he's up in uh, he's up in Collingwood. Is that where he goes? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's, well, he's looking pretty good for eighty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to sit here next week with him. Uh, I can handle that. Yeah, for sure. Well, we've got a special guest in studio with us for the entire hour. It's uh, David Pula. Welcome to the show. Steve, thank you for having me. Hey. Looking forward yeah, to it. Thanks for, Fantas- thanks for joining us. We're going to talk tires, which is you know one of my favorite things. Yeah, I was at the the track uh, burning some rubber this week as well. The best. Yeah. Oh, that's this is the new cologne you have. Yeah, that's why it smells so yeah. funny. Oh, oh, did Triangle? <laughs> David is with uh, Triangle Tire, and because of this great company, uh, who's part of Dynamic, we're going to be giving you a chance for the rest of this month to uh, win a full set of tires from uh, from Triangle, and uh, just go to Dave's Corner Garage dot com and uh, look for the little contest that you put the car together. Uh, Brian, it was very nice. What did I do? You did a nice little car. Little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that so, was fun. Yeah, have a look at have a look at Dave's yeah. Corner Garage, and it's of course if you visit uh, Dave's Corner Garage on Facebook or Dave's Corner Garage one on Instagram, all the details are there as well. Right. Plus, uh, besides the tires, you get a chance to win a two hundred fifty dollars ESO gift card, which considering where gas prices are going again, I, and all these cars I'm driving lately take premium. Like oh, I just I see God. the regular price, I'm like, oh, this is not good, and then when I have to put premium in the car, I'm in trouble. Yeah, ouch. It's, ouch. it's insane. What are you using your car? I'm putting premium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, there's a guy pulled up next to me a couple days ago. He's got, got a truck, and he's putting in diesel. Yeah. And diesel was 210. Oh. Yeah. And I, I just guessed him, like, what is it, you know, what do you drop when you're doing that for a full tank? He said, almost $190. Yeah. <laughs> just insane. <laughs> Sounds like you're going electric soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It, uh, I think so. I, uh, I don't know about that. I, I've, I was a, I was an, I was a major advocate until recently when I got caught out and couldn't get the charge that I needed. Yeah, yeah that was it. Was not great. So day to day driving charger at home, no problem. It's but it's getting better with that. It, it is. It's improving. And and uh, you know, I think we've got our friends at Ivy coming on the show soon. Yeah. And the Ivy network, which is at all the on routes and other locations, those are great. They're like reliable, fast. It's it's what you want. But I was nowhere near an Ivy, and okay. I was kind of stuck. We had a friend that was making a commute uh, from Montreal uh, and back in February, and oh no, yeah, minus ten, oh. minus twelve at oh. highway speed doesn't last too long. So you're making 
several stops. Yeah, and a few yep, trucks get, on the highway. You yeah. get some traffic. Somebody else is charging. And oh, you're done. So, yeah, not uh, longevity-wise. Sure. So. And technology is where things are going. And we're going to have uh, Mark Saltzman, known as the, uh, the Game Tech Guy. He's going to be on with some interesting news of what's happening with uh, GM and Ford and, Ford and Tesla. And, and Tesla. And, and maybe we might even talk about... Um, Mercedes integrating chat GPT into their cars. That's yeah. that AI oh that every, everybody's talking about. It's like, uh, can you imagine? No, I won't go into this. We'll talk about that <laughs> later on chat GPT. And it's spooking me out. I'm going like, I, I can't handle oh, yeah, we, we'll get you. On, we'll get you on there, Steve. But no, we're going to be hooked in no time. I, I promise. Know. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> plus, this weekend, of course, is the uh, Canadian Grand Prix. Canadian Grand Prix in Montreal. Yeah. And uh, we have a, a special guest, Gunther Steiner, who some people might know from uh, Drive to Survive on Lovely. Netflix, or if you just watch Formula One, uh, he's on. Uh, he's on the, uh, the the broadcast all the time because he's such a personality. And I have to admit, I've, I've heard the interview, and it's it's really good. So. Uh, there's some interesting language going on. <laughs> no, no, he was good. No, he was he good. Was, he was good. So listen, um, stay with us for the entire hour. Don't forget a contest. We'll get into more about Triangle Tire and why they are such a great choice for you. Right after this break, this is Dave's Corner Garage on a Saturday morning in the big smoke, which has finally gone away, it looks like. We'll be back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio, not with Alan Gelman because he's celebrating his birthday, apparently. His 80th. 80th. Yes. 80th. Yeah. Uh, Steve Scheiman's here and David Pula from Triangle Tires joining us. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for, thanks for joining us. We got, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm, I spend way too much time messing with tires. And, uh, you know, I was at the racetrack, had to do a couple of sessions. I don't need to spend all day, but, you know, you spend a couple of, couple of um, you know, 20 minute sessions on the racetrack and you really get to know a tire for sure and uh it, you know these tires weren't necessarily meant for the racetrack but uh you know they were they were around and they did their job push pushing to the limits oh yeah a little bit a little bit beyond the limits yeah, yeah yeah but uh yeah there there's you know my my life these days is uh is dealing with race cars and uh, of course we've got this you know this big massive hauler and uh it needs tires too and we were talking earlier in the in the in the green room about um, you know these these transport truck tires. I had no idea that uh, there, there's a particular strategy to sort of maximize the way that uh, operators can use these tires. Yeah, so like, you want to maintain your tire pressures, right? Make sure that you're not overloading anything, right? So it'll help extend the life of them, uh, and it'll just make it a nicer ride as well, right? Yeah, exactly. But a lot of a lot of people, a lot of our listeners. Uh, have RVs, trailers, that sort of thing. Heading and, up north on it, nice weekends. Uh, well, uh, nice weekends like this weekend. Like it's, it's gorgeous, right? And and uh, and people are heading up north. And uh, of course, I've been towing boats and all kinds of stuff for 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 years. And and Triangle has Triangle kind of covers all of this range, including passenger vehicles, light trucks, right, right into your OTR vehicles, loaders, construction vehicles. Uh, on the ST segment, though, so. Uh, pretty niche in terms of size assortment, right? There's about six sizes that are pretty common yeah. out there. Majority of your utility trailers, uh, pulling your boats and such uh, that you'll find out there. So uh, that's something that we've been involved in for a really long time. Uh, we make a quality product. We're putting it to the test, right? So when looking at an ST tire, it's extremely important for the safety and the durability, right? Uh, commonly seeing um, over air pressures out there, people overloading, right? So yeah, we want to be safe, especially when you're driving up north, right? Highway 400 oh, is yeah. pretty congested. So 
Yeah, and you just, you just don't want to get stuck at the side of the road when yeah. it's when it's so when it's so busy. So, what are some ways that people can can uh, check the tires, also maintain them over over, over the winter long... time? Yeah, when well, they, there's they win- get out there. Yeah, yeah. But there's 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 winter. There's also summer. It's twelve. We've got this bizarre climate, right? Where Oof. we've got cold and we've got heat and UV rays, which so. puts stress on your tires. Yeah, right. Constant, you know, uh, contraction, expansion. Right. Sure. Heat. On a day like today, right? If you're moving pretty quickly out there on the highway, those things are going to heat up pretty quickly. So that's where uh, we definitely want to keep air pressures in mind. That's the most important, right? So uh, in hotter months like such, uh, those things are going to heat up. They're going to expand. Pressures are going to increase. So we want to just be mindful of that. Check your air pressures before you're leaving your house. Right. Regular regular maintenance checks, right? Check them out. See if you see any uneven wear, uh, any funky looking uh, patches in your tread patterns, right? Things like uh-huh. that. Winter-wise, though, you want to get those things off the ground if you're storing. So, in you know, layman's question here, because Brian will go, oh, here he goes. But it's true. Hey, I'm a layman. What are you going to do? Yeah. But, you know, in, in this your, is a good, you always have good questions, Steve. Thanks, Dad. Um, in your car, you have the gauge on the side of your car where the pressures are. So if you have a trailer, how do you know what kind of pressures you should be putting into your, your tires there? Yeah, that's where you got to keep the the right tools. See, handy good question. Right? It's a very good question. Good question. Thanks, good, good question. So Thanks. you want to have an air pressure gauge on you and make sure it's, uh, um, you know, within spec. Uh, if it's been hanging around the garage for a few years, it might be uncalibrated, right? So you want to make sure that you're getting the right air pressures right. and the right readings, right? Because it's pretty easy um, for an inaccurate number uh, to be displayed there, so. It's your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. So, in ter- in terms of maintaining like trailer tires, when when someone's got a you know uh, uh, a camper or a boat trailer where they're really you know that's sitting more you know ninety nine point nine percent of For the sure. time, how should people be maintaining those tires? Frequent rotates. Yeah. Mm, um, really. But w- when it's sitting, right, that's how you're going to get your flat spots. Uh, especially over winter season, uh, longer periods of time. So uh, you can either um, you know have it lifted up, uh, or uh, if that's not you know accessible to do, but you can move it around. Right, even moving here and there, uh, just get it sit like off the same spot that it's been sitting on. That'll that'll definitely help. For and storage wise, over the over the winter time, over the winter, you want to try to get them up in the air. Yeah, for sure. Right? And if not, get get a foam pad on there. Get you know help alleviate the pressure uh, when it's sitting in the same spot. If you put something flat underneath, it'll kind of spread it out a little bit more. So, and is there any kind of uh, we had a listener years ago? Uh, is there any kind of spray like you can put on your tires to? Keep them going better when it comes through the wintertime into spring? Nothing that I'm familiar with, no. I don't think so. But okay, This uh, guy this guy phoned we, up one day, and he <laughs> said, I used to use, I, he's some farmer up in, uh, way up, nice guy. Uh, I don't want to throw me the bus right away. Don't, he, don't give his name. No, I won't, <laughs> Bob. And uh, he used linseed oil. And he says, okay. great, nice shine on my tire. And uh, the problem was, like, he was taking... We said, what color was the cloth you were using? He said, well, it was white. And then it got really dark because he was taking the rubber off. So we'll talk about that, how you can maintain the tires. Yeah, Bob's a little slow. Anyway, um, just a reminder that uh, today Crown is having their annual Wash for Wish uh, car wash for $10 at any Crown location drop-in. And it's uh, money raised for the uh, the Children's Wish Foundation, which is great. Uh, Dave's Corner Garage, the Grand Prix in Montreal, F1. Yes. This, you this got w- somebody coming up. Yeah, we got uh, Gunther Steiner from uh, Money Graham Haas, F1, coming up right after the break. You'll love this interview. This is Dave's Corner Garage with David Pula from Triangle Tire. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with David Pulla from Triangle Tire. And joining us on the line is somebody you might know if you watch Drive to Survive on Netflix. And if you're a Formula One fan, you definitely know this gentleman. It's Gunther Steiner, team principal at MoneyGram Haas F1. Uh, Gunther, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me and uh, happy to be here. Oh, thank you. And we polled our listeners. The most important question that they wanted me to ask is when you call Gene, does he always answer? When he's free, yes. Yes, he's normally, he's, he's a good, what you call it, a good answer. I don't know how, how, he, how he want to call it, but that's what he is. Yeah, no, no. He's very diligent in answering. Yeah. And otherwise, he calls back within the hour normally. And, you know, that that's always fun because, I mean, everybody knows you're from Drive to Survive. But uh, more, more importantly, Canadian Grand Prix is here. And um, what what are you and the team are looking forward to about the Canadian Grand Prix? I think, yeah, uh, sporting-wise, uh, we look forward because uh, Barcelona and the last two races, Barcelona and Monte Carlo, were not good for us, the races. I mean, uh, we had a good qualifying in Barcelona, but the race, we didn't uh, uh, look good or we didn't do a good job, a, a good enough job. So we look forward for putting that one right to understand more and hopefully getting the points because uh, we can do it. We just need to have a very good, smooth weekend because everybody else is is very strong, you know, and uh, it's just like hard work. And uh, obviously last week, there's a lot of work gone in to analyze what went not so right, if not to say wrong, in Barcelona on the race. And uh, I think there is a few things we, we found we can do better and we want to try them. So obviously Friday is a very important day for us. But in general, it's just every race we come to this year is we are looking for points because it is possible, but we need to do a perfect job because, as I said before, all the other teams are very strong. And, uh, and rest, uh, I mean, everybody like, likes always to come back to Montreal. You know, it's a, it's a nice racetrack. It's, uh, I would say, pretty challenging as a racetrack for, uh, for the team and for the drivers. And obviously, the guys like it here. I mean, uh, the nightlife in, in Montreal is pretty good. It sure is. Uh, Montreal is legendary. As the only American team in Formula One, how important is it for Haas F1 to now have five races in in the region and two parter? Which which of the events is your favorite? I think it's very important, but I think more than for Haas F1, it's very important for Formula One in general to have five races in North America because uh, it, it is still the biggest economy in the world, you know, and uh, we, we were, uh, we underserved this region before, in my opinion. Now having five races in, in, in North America, it's, it's fantastic, I would say. For Haas, in general, we've got, uh, with MoneyGram, our title sponsor is from the States, so they are pretty happy, even if they promoting globally, that is their aim, but being back on home turf, it's always nice, you know, to have uh, uh, your own people around you. But uh, uh, coming back here, it, 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 it's always, it's always good. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a wonderful place. It's a it's a it's one of those um, iconic races, and uh, I know fans enjoy it. I certainly enjoy it. It's difficult to say which is the best one because they are so different between each other. So everybody, all the each race has got its speciality, and they're all nice. And that is maybe uh, a very vanilla answer, but it's the truth, you know. Because uh, you cannot compare Miami with a racetrack like Austin, you know, or the the the, the, the vibe about it. Obviously, Las Vegas will be topping. Uh, another uh, something else, and uh, Canada is uh, uh, it's uh, you know very historical place because we are coming here a long time, but still a lot of people enjoy it just to come here because the summer is coming, you know things like this. So I don't have a specific uh, favorite of the races in America. Uh, with respect to your book, Surviving to Drive, it's a it's a different take on what you'd expect from somebody who's a, a, an experienced team principal and, and a long history in motorsport. So instead of doing the cliched autobiography, you're kind of showing 
readers what happens behind the scenes. And I'm really curious what you learned in the process of writing the book. That was the aim at the beginning. When, when, when I was approached to write the book, that's how it started. I said, I'm not going to do a, as you called it, the cliche autobiography, uh, basically how great I am, what I did and what I didn't do and move on. I said, I mean, there's and nothing wrong with what somebody wants to do one. I said, that's just not for me. And then the people which approached me said, no, we want to do something completely different. We want to do like a diary. And then, then I said, okay, let me think about it. And then I thought about it and I said, okay, it could be good. Uh, but it was not my idea, it was their idea, because they had the same idea as if you do another autobiography. It's, it's nothing bad with it, but, you know, it's not it's not exciting, or, or people cannot have anything new. And that's what this idea came up, and uh, obviously we picked a good year for it, to be honest, you know, and uh, and the ghostwriter did a very good job in writing it. You know, he, he understood how I'm thinking, so that's how this book came out, and it looks like that people are enjoying it, you know, because it is mainly a little bit different, you know. We're about a third of the way through the season, and both Kevin and Nico have scored points, which is awesome. Uh, but what are what are you focused on as team principal, and what's the team focused on for the rest of the season? To get uh, mainly to get an understanding of the issue, which I explained before in the race, we have got the too big degradation of the tires, and because once we sort that one out, and it's not only for this season, we need to fix that for next season as well. That we are sure that we can avoid that because that is our. Uh, 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 biggest problem in the moment. So uh, uh, that is what we try to do. And if we can fix it, obviously we will score more points. And otherwise, we are always, it's a risk that we are in the points or not. So this is what we are mainly focusing on, to, to, to sort out that little bit, which we have not got a good understanding. Because the day we get a good understanding, I'm sure we can fix it. And uh, la- last question for you. How is it, a, I, I'm, I'm certain when you started your career in motorsport, you never sought out to achieve fame. And, and how are you dealing with now this this you know accidental fame nothing different than before i mean i i didn't change my habits or nothing i mean it's just like sometimes you have to think uh, things take sometimes a little bit longer to get to places and you know and and you always uh, need to be aware that uh, you will be recognized somewhere even if you don't realize it so uh, you know not not that i do stupid things in general but you have to really think about not to do them it's 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 true um and you know now that now that i'm on the nbc broadcast in the states i have to be well behaved it's uh it's a, it's a, not not the same level of fame that that you've inadvertently achieved but it's a, it's a funny thing isn't it yeah it's a funny thing when you know it's always somebody who could uh, not he could it is normal you know you get recognized it's it's you just have to live with it you know yeah, absolutely. Well, Gunther, thank you very much for joining us. I sincerely appreciate it. We're looking forward to having a, a good race here in Canada this uh, this weekend. Thank you very much, and you're welcome, Ryan. Thank you. Thanks again, Gunther, and I'm glad we got through this without any cursing. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Steve Scheiman, not Alan Gelman, because he's away celebrating his 80th birthday, birthday. and uh, David Pula from Triangle Tire. Thanks for having me again, guys. Glad you could be here. Uh, recently, I drove, uh, uh, I was driving a friend's car, and uh, it had uh, Triangle Tires on it, which I wasn't expecting, okay. and a little bit of a performance car. And uh, let's say, let's just say I did not drive it easy. I fully enjoyed it. and uh, Bigfoot. It's his nickname. No, it's not. It's it's precision, oh. precision foot. I see. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, on the various on ramps and stuff around the city, I got to uh, get to really enjoy the car, and the tires were fantastic. So, um, I started in the tire industry probably 
14 years ago, I was at an independent retailer uh, in Toronto here and uh, started on the shop floor, progressed into sales and started finding a reoccurring theme that I'm selling these you know, good looking, high performance directional tread patterns made mm-hmm. by Triangle. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny how things kind of come full circle that I'm now working for them and, and selling them uh, just the larger quantities, I hope at times, but uh, uh, nonetheless, for the last 14 years, having driven uh, on the product, um, we've put them to the test for sure. Yeah, and, uh, it's, it's performing well. And, uh, you know, we often get people calling in or writing in uh, on our various socials about the unique thing that, and you can speak to this a bit more, is that Triangle is one of the few companies that have these warranties. For sure. So what's what's that all about for those who are so, just finding out about you guys? Few different parts to the warranties. Uh, first and foremost, there's the manufacturing defects. So uh, if there's any issues with the way the tire was manufactured itself, mm-hmm. um, there's coverage for that, and that's up to about sixty months, depending on the product. Um, from there, so it, things like that would cover um, if there's ever weather cracking, channel cracking. Um, we typically don't see out of rounds anymore. There's a lot of technology that goes into building these things. So yeah. um, there's a few different sensors that can kind of call uh, any unevenness uh, to the way that the tire was constructed. Uh, but nonetheless, once you get the tires on your vehicle, there's a few different categories. There's road hazard warranties, so you're pr- uh, protected for the first year, right? So uh, we've all been there. You drive. Uh, no. Our new construction areas. Oh, man. Let's go visit our home and see if the foundation's up. And you you come back and go, how come it's just one tire that's not going... Well, that's it. (laughs) Yesterday, the day before, uh, walking walking the dog, of course, I spot uh, a four-inch long screw on the road. I'm like, that needs to come off. So... Ran into the road, picked up the screw, saved somebody, you know, big headache. But, you know, a, a year-long road hazard warranty is going to... It it's It's great. It's coming really from Midtown, you're playing defense that whole way, and it doesn't matter what you're doing. Oh, I mean... The, the, and, of course, right now, Midtown, yeah. y- you don't know where the next pothole is yeah. going to develop. And it's not because it's, like, a change in season. It's because all the construction's going on. So sure. there, there, there's one pot, massive pothole that's developing around the corner from my place. And I like I know I hit it hard with with a big think it was a big SUV, yep. but I'm like this is this is not good. And it isn't it isn't just the it used to be just on the the roads in TO or whether it's Kitchener or anywhere. Now it's on the highway. I was going up the 427 to cut off the 401. Yeah, you know, which is always a challenge because some guys are going east, and that's always like okay, it's like Monte Carlo. Who's going this way? But there are, there are big potholes now yeah. on the 427, Dangerous. the 410, oh. and we were heading down to, to Florida back in March, and we hit a pothole coming into North Carolina, and I thought, okay, this is gone. But boom, <laughs> it, was, it didn't go boom, but it was great. So if you hit a pothole this yeah. in the first year, you're covered with this. First year within 25% uh, wear of the tire. So it, yeah, it varies. One. Yeah, and... Uh, so uh, having that confidence in the tire and knowing that you're covered, it's a huge help, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, all it takes is uh, the right pothole, the right curb, things happen, right? Life life happens and, uh, you know, you're coming down here, somebody you know, might poke a little bit out uh, at the intersection. So you're, you're staring there, you're trying to drive safe and uh, all of a sudden you look up and, and there she is just waiting for you, right? So yep. you, you hit the potholes, uh, you get unfortunate, but nonetheless... 
you're driving up north, you're doing a lot of highway driving, yeah. and uh, or you're driving south, like you mentioned, and there's mileage kilometer warranty as well. So you're covered up to... Yeah, I was going uh, to ask, what what kind of mileage warranty? So it depends. It varies on, on the on, product as yep. well, but anywhere from uh, 80 to 100,000 kilometers, you're, you're ah, covered up to that's up, pretty up good. to 60 months. So, that's really oh, that's good. great. Average driver's doing about 25K a year. Yeah. And so um, you're, you're covered for an extended period of time there. And hey, you want to reach those type of kilometers, we got to keep up with our air pressures, maintenance, right, rotations, uh, obviously seasonal changeovers if you're getting your winter product in there as well. So um, nonetheless, um, Triangle coming in at a, an affordable price point, um, it is quality product, but more importantly, the consumer can be um, you know, well-equipped and confident that Triangle's mm-hmm. here to cover any of their needs and more importantly, have confidence in the brand. Yeah, I was going to ask, it, it, you don't just have, you know, passenger tires, light truck tires, but w- there's a line of winter tires as well. What's, what's for, so for, for passenger vehicles and, winter, and light truck? You talk winter, winter, it's gorgeous. <laughs> no, but it's important. <laughs> yes, it's important. That's it right, Dad. Because, you it know, in, in, it's going to seem like in two weeks we're going to be talking about winter tires again. Uh-huh. But no, I don't want to. No, but no, you've got a, you've got a complete range of, uh, of tires for passenger cars and, and light trucks. Yeah, so you could be covered. From your small four-door sedan, uh, your into your compact vehicles, probably the most that we're seeing on the road right now, CUVs, SUVs. So we have everywhere a, a wide mix of Grand Touring tires, CV tires, highway terrain tires. Yeah, uh, leading into your fleets, uh, construction companies, landscapers. We have high-quality all-terrain product that's got the aggressive treads that you need. They're durable. Um, they last long. They're covered with mileage as well. So um, quite the array of product for sure. I remember uh, years ago, my 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 father had always run normal tires on his trucks, and I went and talked to a tire buddy, and we got some like really aggressive, like uh, almost a commercial off road tire, okay. and that thing was that thing was brilliant in yeah, the snow. Okay. Yeah, oh, so you know it's uh, sometimes you almost got to watch because sometimes the tread blocks are so wide that you float a little bit. Yes. So uh, on the braking side, but on the acceleration side, yeah, <laughs> dig pretty good. So <laughs> so, so good. Um, and you've got because uh, I've I've looked at the website. There's uh, performance tire sizes as well. Yeah, um, you so can have some fun some of those burnouts. But I, I try I try not to do the burnouts. <laughs> but I, try, I try not to. But it, it happens. You know, sometimes sometimes if you're on camera and the and the cameraman says, "Hey, can you do a burnout?" You got to do a burnout. Of Can't course, not. the resistance there is. Yeah. Eh, I think I'll do. It. But with ATVs, I mean, we we've often played the uh, the video on our on our website. And um, what kind of like how long will those things last? Uh, on the AT sort? Yeah. It depends. I mean, really. And they're rugged. They're rugged tires. Oh, 100%. So typically we would see a four to five year lifespan yeah. on that. And then obviously if you're in and out of, you know, gravel construction, things of that nature, there's always the durability side and of things. Do that, they require like the same kind of maintenance as like the tires for your trailer or your car? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, air pressures. 101 right you always want to maintain air pressure on it so uh and then the more that you keep up with the maintenance the longer the last get them sitting in a different position right shifting from left to right or diagonal changeovers uh it always helps because even though you think it's sitting in every corner uh in the same aspect it's not so i could uh, see maybe one day you and one atv alan another one maybe david another one yeah you know maybe where are we going uh, maybe up in Minden, you know, just go through the mud there one Sounds day good. and go. Okay, and okay, and you're 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 going to hold the the green and check. No, the flag. I'll be on the other race. one. I'm not going to hold. Oh, the you're going to drive too. Okay, 
I was in an ATV a couple of weeks ago up in uh, Perry Sound, and it was muddy, and there was a lot of fun, except for my buddy who was behind me. He's like, he had stuff all over. You don't realize, right? Oh, I realized. That's why I kept going faster. I was born and raised on an ATV, came from northern Ontario, and kind of life's going full circle now. Got the little man at home, and he's trying to take control. How far north did you live? I'm about an hour north, so born and raised in Caledon. Plenty of farmland out there. Oh, had, yeah. had some fun. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we get to go visit uh, Nunno and Grandpa at the farms now and get the little man out on the ATV, and he's got his goggles, his helmet on. Really? At three? At three. Oh, that's at great. At three, I love he's it. ready to rock. And you yeah. know what? I've got somebody doing the changeovers and, and the rotations. So And there's no <laughs> teaching him how to uh, make some wine and a some thing olive or two. oil? And... Right now, he's more at, uh, into magic tricks where you see this huge plate of pasta and then snaps his fingers and... Uh, there she goes. It's gone. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got them into tires. So, yeah, yeah, and starting early with with swapping tires. Yeah, changeovers, rotations. He's helping with the storage side of things. Yeah, and, no, really. Yeah, he grabs a tool here and there. So beautiful. Got it. Yeah, that in is, the shop. That is fantastic. Okay, that's <laughs> great. We'll be back more with uh, David Pula from Triangle Tire a little bit later on. Uh, coming up next, we're going to be talking about some new technology that's going on between GM, Ford. Tesla. And my favorite, Tesla. Yes, with Mark Saltzman right after this. This is Stave's Going to Garage. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Steve Scheiman because Al Gelman is away celebrating his 80th birthday and David Pulley from Triangle Tire is in, in studio as well. And joining us on the line is Mark Saltzman. Mark, there's a lot of stuff going on in tech and automotive this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Thanks for having me on, uh, gents. Hope you're having a great uh, weekend so far. So, yeah, where do you want to start? I mean, there's – oh, so I'm getting a little bit of uh, uh, reverb reverb in my ears, so I apologize. We're, he- we're hearing you perfectly on our end. Are you? Yep. Okay, good. Yes, this yes, yes. We are. are, are, are uh, speaking yeah. of technology. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, where do you want to start? How about the um, – GM announcement that uh, it will confirm that they're going to use Tesla's uh, charging technology following Ford in that decision, which is, I think, a win-win-win. It's a it's a win for consumers because they can use you know Tesla's twelve thousand plus fast chargers already, uh, and you know it's adopting a universal standard, which is going to be great. It's a win for GM because according to Mary Barra, um, the company's going to save up to, I think, 400 million US uh, on, on instead of researching and adopting a, a different EV charging technology, they're going to use Tesla's and it's a win for Tesla, right? Because they're using their charging uh, technology. So yeah, for those who drive an EV, this is, uh, I think, good news because you're going to be able to have more access to charge up your vehicle with a, a better standard, I think. Right now, the current industry standard is CCS. Um, but again, Tesla's is different. It's called NACS, and GM, like Ford, will be uh, using adapting that technology with their vehicles. You'll need an adapter in the meantime, but then starting with their 2025 EV models, you'll be able to. Uh, it'll be the new charging uh, port and and technology. So I think that's great. I think that's really great for Canadian EV owners who have a GM, and and as you likely know because of uh, Dave's Corner Garage and uh, you being so embedded in this, um, you know, every vehicle under General Motors is going to be electrified. So it's it's a good it's a good story. I think. 
Yeah, it really is. And you know, there've been rumors for years that Tesla was going to open up their their charging network, and and yeah. this is this is definitely the right way to do it, and certainly gives both Ford and GM an advantage in the uh, in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's again, it's unnecessarily, you know, otherwise they'd be spending a lot of money that they, you know, with in today's economy, let them put it to uh, good use elsewhere. But and, and it looks like it was a good move in the market. Uh, both GM and Tesla stocks were up uh, over 3% uh, on uh, Thursday when that announcement took place. And yeah, I think it's it's great for consumers as well. I mean, EVs, I think, is really the way we're going. And I think just by having a universal charging port, um, is is smarter than having, you know, having to see, oh, where can I charge up my vehicle, and you know, which which uh, technology you have to worry about that kind of stuff. So, okay. that was a good big announcement, and then. Um, then there's also been a couple of big uh, things happening in the hands-free voice assistant space. The first was uh, Amazon released their new Echo Auto second gen. So this gives you hands-free access to the Alexa personal assistant while behind the wheel in Canada. It's under $75 and it basically plugs into your vehicle either through the uh, we used to call it the cigarette port or a US, <laughs> USB port. I guess what is that? Uh, well, volt, volt is that? Yeah, yeah. For for me, it's the cigar port. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then um, just by uh, and then there's a little microphone that you can attach to your dashboard. And then you've got hands-free access to Alexa. You can reply to texts. You can um, you can make calls hands-free. You can play music by simply asking for a song that you like. And for under seventy-five bucks, it's wow. Uh, a great deal. I've played around with the first gen, and they've sent me the second one. I just haven't uh, installed it yet. But um, those, and even if you your car has CarPlay or Android Auto, and you've got access to those assistants, um, so Siri or Google Assistant, you may prefer <laughs> Alexa just because you you do. And and the app, which is really what's driving this, is the app on your phone is really the the go between here. You may have all of your things set up like your smart home stuff you can turn on the lights before you even drive into the uh, there's a real advantage there double whammy for the consumer yeah right yeah, yeah mark if great. i can just drop uh, jump in for a second david pool sure. from triangle has uh, got a question for you well sure uh, hey. i guess uh, how you doing thank you yeah good, uh, to, good to chat with you sorry uh, about the uh, echo issue it's that's all okay i can hear myself now okay but uh i guess if you can maybe elaborate more around the consumer right so between the gm announcement and then even this technology with the android auto now consumers winning right so i think uh, on the ev aspect one of the biggest limitations was infrastructure and Mm -hmm. and the ease to the charging so Mm -hmm. i guess that's a win on that side and then now while you're driving the vehicles um Pretty yeah. cool convenience it's at a, hand, right? It's a great so. point. The the consumer ultimately wins out, and choice is great. Again, even yeah. with the uh, Echo Auto, if you want to use Siri, go for it. You want to use Google Assistant, that's up to you. You prefer Alexa, now you've got a, a, an affordable solution to have Alexa <laughs> in the car, not just at you know, with your Echo Dot speaker at home. Where so are I think we at it's with great. The point is you just got to be safe. That's it. Like You just have to keep your, your eyes at... Uh, well, I learned it was at uh, 10 and 2, but now I think it's 9 and 3. But uh, it, no, It's definitely, definitely 9 and 3. I've got a video on my uh, YouTube channel about that, Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it improves the spelling, though, with Siri and Alexa. <laughs> uh, I, I doubt that. I doubt that. My, uh, Mark, David uh, brought up uh, ChatGPT. Yeah, and and that was that's a great segue talking about the accuracy of uh, these technologies. So another big announcement just yesterday, in fact, was from Mercedes. So Mercedes-Benz said that they're going to be adding ChatGPT to their MBUX or MBUX uh, infotainment system. It's starting in the U.S., 
uh, but uh, and almost a million vehicles that will support it. But uh, this is, of course, if your listeners haven't yet heard of ChatGPT, this is uh, initially it was just a, a website, um, uh, OpenAI.com. In late November, this allows you to have real-time text-based conversations with artificial intelligence, a chatbot. And it remembers what you ask, and you can follow up and have a conversation, unlike algorithm Siri, builds Google, on and, it, right? and mm-hmm. Alexa. Sorry, what's that? The algorithm builds on it, so it it's, remembers the history of your conversations. And- yeah, and it's, it's mind-blowing and even scary, and I'm a technologist, so I'll admit to that. Scary in the sense that in one second, it will auto, it'll not just converse with you. You can ask it to create content. You can ask it to write lines of code. You can ask it to write an article. You know, you can write it, ask it to write an essay, which I know a lot of university professors are concerned about. You can even specify how many words you can say, I want a 550 word essay on the history of Denmark. You know, um, uh, you can ask it to, uh, like, uh, create an itinerary for you, and it'll know which restaurants have five stars and what museums, the hours of operation, and how long it's going to take you to go from one place to another. So if you're going to Italy in the summer, you can say, you know, give me a three-day itinerary with a budget of, you know, it's and it's so accurate. I I asked, I asked ChatGPT, I'll get back, back to the car part in a moment, but um, I asked ChatGPT, what is something that no one yet has asked you to do? And it nice. said, uh, well, I've been asked to do, uh, I've been asked to write speeches for weddings. I've been asked to write poems and songs uh, and, and essays, but I've never been asked to write a novel. And oh, I said, okay, really? write me a novel. <laughs> yeah. And it said, sure, uh, Mark, give me some parameters. And I said, okay, it's 17th century um, in Massachusetts during the witch hunt trial. And in one second, it created a multi-chapter book called Shadows of Salem. It took place in Boston, 1692. And it came up with the characters, the dialogue, the scene settings, uh, the plot, the plot twist. Do, 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 so, no, honestly, it's yeah. creepy. Mark, when you ask it which radio show to listen to and which tires <laughs> to drive on, <laughs> what do you think it's spitting out? There you go. It will better say. Triangle uh, tire. Dave's Corner Garage. Um, so, but going back to the vehicle, so Mercedes is adding this kind of technology to its cars and uh, the, that support MBOX that is not all of them and it's optional but it'll again it's like you could say well I already have Siri or Alexa or Amazon but this is um, or Google but this is obviously more conversational more natural you know dialogue and follow-up questions smarter uh, um, so this is the evolution of voice assistance so it's taking what's mostly a text-based program there are ways you can uh, use chat GPT with audio now but now bringing it to the vehicles uh, to vehicles so if you are a Mercedes-Benz owner, uh, look for ChatGP uh, coming soon to a infotainment system near you. Mark, thanks very much. If people want to find out more, how do they find you? Yeah, thank you. So I'm on social media. So it's Mark Saltzman, M-A-R-C-S-A-L-T-Z-M-A-N. And I'm on all the big platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today. Have a great yeah, weekend. Me. Cheers, Mark. You too. Have a great one. Cheers. Yeah, amazing. Hey, ChatGPT, you know, like, take, give me directions vocally on how to get to Montreal. Uh, it's all integrated in the Benz. Ooh, it's, it's pretty in a cool. minute. Steve, a novel. We told you we got you on it. Whoa. Triangle Tire. Go buy him. And guaranteed. All right, listen. Dave's Corner Garage. We're back with uh, David Poole from Triangle Tire. And don't forget to go to our website and enter for a chance to win those tires. And we'll be doing that at the end of the month. Stay with us. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in the studio, not with Alan Gelman because he's away celebrating his birthday. 80th. Yeah. 80th. It's, he looks really good for yes, 80. Well. And, of course, David Poole has been in the studio with, uh, for uh, the show today. It's been great having you, David. It's been fantastic being here. Thank you guys again. Yeah, talking triangle tires. Triangle tires, talking a few, a few cool technology pieces there. That was an interesting segment there for sure. You know, I can imagine if, it's, if it probably could come to fruition where you're sitting there with your engineers from Triangle. And you, it's a it's a chat GPT, right? Going on, but tell us, explain to us the design of a new category of tire, and the speed that it can do it in. It doesn't have to have any knowledge. Is that correct? It, the knowledge is baked in. So, and and some of these tools can pull, of course, from the internet. So there's various ways to do that. It it is like. Every once in a while, because I, I use it frequently, but yesterday I was absolutely blown away with what I asked, and 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 it, what I asked was interesting, but what I got back just blew me away. It's uh, it's incredible technology. Yeah, I use it. Uh, yeah, just professionally, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, e- even even personally, um, learning lessons. I'm always trying to you know further myself. Or yep. Leadership skills, things like that. Management skills. How to work with the team. Any ideas on on strategy, things like that. Uh, it's pretty impressive. And then. Um, like Mark was saying, speeches, so forth. It can write stories, creative for marketing content, things like that. It's pretty impressive. And if you're meeting with, uh, you know, new distributors and they have no knowledge of of your your company, you can put something together and just sit back and go, "Yeah, it's pretty, trying pretty quick." Mm-hmm. And there are tools out there you can train. You can train, so you can have a, a a triangle tire knowledge base, and you can have you can have these tools pull from that. It's just incredible technology. So I mean, let's let's use it to learn a little bit about tires and uh, how do we maintain them, right? Air pressure, so forth. I bet it populate uh, a lot of good for content sure. on that oh, as well. So. Yeah, for sure. And you know, that's the, the heat is the is the the en- number one enemy of a tire, right? Of course. And yeah. and how you combat that is making sure your tires are inflated. And and uh, in case you don't know, there's a placard on your on your your uh, car door. Uh, opening and you find out what the uh, what the actual tire pressures are. So, of course, make sure your your uh, tires are inflated to the correct pressure. So, do you think this with the the AI that's going to be that's just exploding everywhere? When you're getting into tires and people are trying to figure out, well, th- do you think this is going to replace YouTube as far as instructional ways of of maintaining your tire, putting tires on? I Where think- do you see it coming down the road? I mean, it'll definitely compete. I think the advantage that YouTube would have is the the visuals, yeah. I mean, right? Being able to see someone where you're almost face to face, and it's somebody that's uh, typically uh, experienced it and, and is now going further in depth on whether it's the product or the service that they're yeah. performing. Um, so seeing it, and uh, if I wouldn't be surprised that they're able to do so as well uh, in the near future, but who knows where it would go. Pretty impressive stuff, though. Uh, well, the one thing we don't have to worry about right now is AI doing the all the fun driving. That's you know, yeah. that's that's for us. I don't think we'll let that go. No, 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 no. no. I know some of the uh, the uh, major soccer teams over in Scotland right now are using AI for some of their color commentators. Okay, and it's uh, <laughs> the accents down the whole nine yards. That's pretty. Cool. And so the guy's doing play by play. He's got a little computer next to him who's analyzing the game in real time and can forecast based on the trends. Scary. So can you imagine what what's going on in Montreal this weekend? Yeah. If you had AI down there, could they predict the route the driver could take? Uh, so what they what they actually are using um, AI technology for in motorsport right now is race strategy. And and that's uh-huh. being that's being uh, developed right now. So 
we're never going to do that because it, you you just you have to be able to make some very quick, very informed decisions. So on, with our team, we'll never we'll never use AI, at least not while I'm running the show. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it'll be able to support our engineers, okay, or yeah, our strategists, sure. making, making, but not making decisions. Yeah, yeah. Well, because there there is a point in time you're going to get pushback, you know, from yeah. a safety point of view. But I mean, for development as Triangle moves forward. I mean, there's a lot of different avenues that you can look at. And uh, don't forget, go to our website, davescornergarage.com. You got a chance to win a full set of tires from Triangle and an SO gift card. I want to thank you for dropping by. We'll definitely do it again. Bring your little guy in next time. Looking forward to it. Everybody's looking forward to it. Thank you for having. It's been a pleasure. Brian, we'll have to greet Alan with his uh, birthday cake when he comes back. I hope he saves us all. Yes. Happy birthday, Al. Happy 80th. And be nice in Collingwood because they know you're coming up there. This is Dave's Corner Garage. You have yourself a great, safe weekend. For those who are celebrating, happy Father's Day. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.